is Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. Sean's here with the news right now. That's right. Those skill games are going bye-bye. And uh, Taylor Swift, uh, she owns the box office this weekend. Big shocker. Yeah. News brought to you by Pitbull Tobacco and More. Before filling your cauldron this witching season, head to the leader in cannabis culture merchandise, Pitbull Tobacco and More, for locals by locals. Uh, the big world news, uh, Secretary of State Antony Blinken said that the Rafah border crossing between Egypt and Gaza will reopen to humanitarian aid uh, and for our Palestinians and other uh, foreign nationals to be able to make their way out of Israel. Uh, that through a, a deal with the United Nations, Egypt, Israel, and some others. Uh, they said this is a big deal because there's still about five to 600 U.S. citizens left in Gaza that they want to get out of there. This ahead of the IDF, Israel Defense Force, uh, saying they are, quote, in formation to strike Gaza City as they have troops, uh, troops, excuse me, troops and tanks massed on the border ready for a ground assault. Uh, the U.S. has organized a ship to try and get more of Amer- Americans out of Israel as well. They said it'll take Americans and their immediate family members to Cyprus. From there, they can arrange their own travel and use chartered flights to get them back to the United States. And this is all uh, on the heels of we found out over the weekend that the uh, USS Dwight D. Eisenhower Carrier Strike Group, they were supposed to leave on Friday accidentally or accidentally left on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, they said that was an effort to make sure they were at, quote, peak readiness. I heard they had to go back and make sure they turned the iron off. Well, you know, maybe that was it. You're not ready. Do you, you leave the stove the on? on? Do you yeah. leave your curling iron on? All right, we're going back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they did say in a statement that they were heading out towards the Middle East and they were going to be mm-hmm. there to join the USS Gerald R. Ford Carrier Strike Group. That's already off the coast of Israel. They say in an effort to deter hostile actions against Israel or any efforts toward widening this war. That's what their purpose is out there. Right. Uh, well, we're talking about people going there and coming back after days stuck in Israel. Uh, Suffolk Church Group is finally back home in Hampton Roads, thankfully. Members of the Relate Church were in Jerusalem for a mission trip last week, and they landed pretty much as the surprise attack on the country was taking place. Wow, that would suck. The worst timing Yes. Ever. Uh, they said they got there pretty much as the war was being declared. Uh, this weekend, a bunch of them returned to Norfolk. They were met by family and everybody. I can relate to this guy so hard. He spoke with WVEC Channel 13 about how he's feeling to be home. I am absolutely ecstatic. Um, I am exhausted. Uh, I am ready to go back to my own bed. I can relate to that so hard. <laughs> Just, I'm home and I'm ready to go to my own bed. Oh, you say this uh, on the regular? <laughs> yes, yes, on the regular. I landed. Um, I, I got to Atlanta the day after the Olympic Park bombing. Oh, my gosh. Uh, with every intention of doing a great radio show, and uh, there was no one on the street. I'm sure. Yeah, that was like a damn ghost town. So yeah. when you walk in the middle of you know tragedy, and that's times 10,000. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, some folks that we'd actually heard from previously, Rita and Brian Larson, the Larsons, they were uh, back there, but they were stuck as well. They talked about... It's very IOU, opening even on the way to our... You know, to the hotel, you see a big column of smoke. Even though we felt safe in our area in Jerusalem, but it's still impacted by rockets that are... Yeah, you could lay in bed at night. You could hear the rockets. You could hear the booms. And yeah. so that was really, really unnerving. It was one time the sirens went off and we had to actually take take shelter. I just, the whole time you're there, yeah. you know, like this is going on. That's just a, uh, a nerve wracking. Did you see 60 Minutes last night? No. So Leslie she, Stahl is interviewing, she's there. Yeah. And she's interviewing this couple that was, more or less, they hid out in their safe room yeah. in their house until Grandpa who's a retired general in the Israeli army, and a ragtag bunch of misfits came over and cleaned out the neighborhood house to house wow. with handguns and stuff in, in gunfights. Wow. And while they're doing the interview, the sirens go off, and it's a voice. It's a, it's a calm voice. You must seek shelter immediately. And it just cuts in, like, right in the middle of 
the interview itself. And Leslie Stahl looks like she's about to cry. Well, yeah. The other two don't even flinch. Well, they hear this thing five times a day. I was going to say, they've been dealing with it. Holy crap. I about soiled my couch. I felt yeah. bad for just even watching it. Yeah. I yeah, mean, it was, yeah, it was it just feels, like, wow, this brings it home, man. It feels man, weird. There have weird. been numerous yeah. videos that you've seen of different news crews. There was last week, there was a CNN news crew that had to take cover when rockets started flying yeah, right. overhead. Yep. And there's a lot of this. And like you said, mm-hmm. you feel weird watching it. I know. But it's yeah. news and it's happening oh, it is. in the world. It is. Yeah. And it's better to be informed about this stuff. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, the group, though, left uh, Israel on Friday and made it back to Norfolk on Saturday night. So welcome home, everybody. Glad you're home safe. Uh, In Virginia, a ban on electric skill games is going back into effect after a state Supreme Court reinstated a previous ban that was put on hold. Uh, We're talking about those machines you see in the gas stations that everybody goes in there to gamble on. Uh, There was an an injunction issued by a lower court because there's an ongoing lawsuit going on to ban these things. Yeah. Um, or I'm sorry, to make them legal. But uh, so what the happened was the injunction was put in place to keep them in stores until a decision was made in the lawsuit. But a panel of three Supreme Court justices here in Virginia said that since the suit is unlikely to succeed, eh, we might as well put this thing back into place and get rid of them, make them illegal now. They said the suit's not probably not going to win anyway. Yeah, but you can't go on. Probably. Yeah. He's pro- he probably didn't kill his family. They decided. But let's put him in jail anyway. What do you guys say? They decided to reverse the decision <laughs> and said, now. hey, we're just going to get rid of the injunction because. All right. So get uh, pachinko machines. They're mechanical skill games and not electronic. Oh, is that a way around? Oh, that? yeah. Oh. You ever watch uh, the, uh, that game show called The Wall? Yeah. Uh, they shoot the ball and the ball bounces oh. all over the place. Yeah. That's from. The game Pachenko. That was right. that's that was filled with ball bearings and it would bounce all over the place and land in one of the slots. But it's not electronic. Okay, it's mechanical all in right. its purest form. Yeah, yeah. yes, very. Yeah, true. now yeah. you're going to have to have an attendant, and the people are going to have to, you know, I, I don't know what do you pay out in these things. Do they get cash? They must get cash. Yeah, 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 the, uh, yeah. They've got to get cash. Uh, they say the games uh, look and play like slot machines, and that's why everybody likes them so much. They're simple to sit down and play. And you just keep funneling money into them. Uh, but they said that as of now, they're getting rid of them. And uh, one of the local owners of uh, some of these machines, the owner of Mona Lisa's restaurant in Norfolk, not real happy to see them go. Without these machines, it's going to be a struggle. I've been in business over 25 years. These machines are helping mom and pops, which I am, stick around. That was uh, Tommy yeah. Pusolero, the owner of Mona Lisa's restaurant, speaking to Channel 3 about how it's going to affect his business. And apparently that's the case for a lot of businesses. They are not overly happy to see these things going. But uh, for the time being, uh, it seems like that's the case. Unless the lawsuit ends up winning, that'll go to trial in December. Taylor Swift and the Eras Tour concert film. I don't know. Did you see anybody posting about this over the weekend? I did not. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. man, I did. did you? So many. I had a friend who's seen yeah. it twice already. Yeah, I, I was not on social media this weekend. Ah, uh, okay. Well, fair. Yeah. Uh, but I, the, I'm cutting out of my life. Not, yeah, it's not yeah, bad. Yeah, like, uh, and I got to drink less. I got to take you, you, less caffeine. I need less things to stimulate me when I should be just <laughs> looking at walls. I need less stimulation. I please, yeah. please. Uh, well, either way, Taylor Swift's Eras Tour concert film brought in between 95 to $97 million during its opening weekend, falling just short of that $100 million they were hoping for. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's close enough. So it's me. the greatest uh, take on a concert film ever. Highest opening concert film, highest grossing concert film yeah. domestically. It made a ton of money. Uh, it shattered the previous record, which was Justin Bieber's Never Say Never film back uh, it made two, that made 73 million dollars back in 2011 wow no kidding yeah and uh miley cyrus remember, really that? remember that best of both worlds the miley cyrus one from way back in 2008 that one made 31.1 million so that one made sense to me crushed that one because as well. she had the tv show to play off of yeah, yeah i yeah. 
that. I remember the Justin Bieber one. Oh, I just yeah. I, I the title I remember I'm yeah. I remember it, but I just don't remember it being in theaters. I well, it made seventy three million dollars uh, in twenty eleven. Yeah, that's, oh, it made, that's yeah. a lot of money. Yes, it yeah. is. Uh, they did want to point out that uh, making the ninety five to ninety seven million dollars, the budget for it was twenty million. Yeah, so they they more than made their money back on this thing oh. in, the fir- in the first weekend. Sure, sure. So uh, it's already a raging mm-hmm. success for them, and uh, we've got the Beyonce one coming shortly after this. So yeah, we'll she showed up. Does. By the way, did you see that picture of the two of them? Yeah, yeah. She and Taylor were on the the red carpet to the Taylor movie. Oh, wow. She showed up for Taylor's movie. Hey man, that's badass, dude. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. But ain't no reason to compete. You got your own fan well, bases, and yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, why not? Right? I'd and- love to see a street fight. <laughs> between the Beehive and the Swifties, oh, I got a man. That's tough rough. call, dude. The Beehive, because they're both so passionate and yes. so I don't. Mm, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, if I had yeah. to put money down, I think I think I'd put mm-hmm. it on the Beehive. I don't. Well, h- here's what I think. I don't think Jay lets that happen. So you got to remember, she's got backup. I, True, uh, Taylor. Yeah. I don't know who Taylor's. Well, Taylor's got you know Kelsey. Now she's got yeah, the yeah. Kansas City Chiefs but, offensive but it line. Jay Z. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, right. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, she's doing pretty well. Unfortunately, uh, we still don't have a Speaker of the House. They're struggling there. Uh, the House of Representatives returns to session today, but still without a Speaker. Republicans nominated Jim Jordan on Friday after we had broke uh, right into the morning show. Uh, but there were enough holdouts yeah. that uh, making him the Speaker isn't really a sure thing. It's been about two weeks since Kevin McCarthy was booted out of that spot. And uh, Representative Dan Crenshaw from Texas says it's going to be, quote, Really, really, really difficult for Jim Jordan to get the votes needed to be the Speaker of the House. They say they're short 55 votes. That's a lot. That's, you're not getting that. That's a this lot guy, to try I and just, swing. Uh, I, unless he has naked pictures of somebody. <laughs> well, he's, he's kind of far out there for their sides. Right, yeah. Uh, Crenshaw said, nothing's impossible, but it's going to be really, really difficult based on what I'm hearing. So we may end up with another week with no speaker, and this says uh, d- Democrats and Republicans are pushing for the temporary speaker, Patrick McHenry, to try and push his powers a little well, more. Well, to have some powers. Just so that they can do something. Uh, apparently, well, uh, did you look into this? Because I did. Which part? They, the, why this guy can't do anything. The Constitution says that you have to have a speaker, and it kind of leaves it there. We have come up with this definition for what the powers this guy has. Okay. But they're going to have to to vote or make changes. They can make changes. They'll never agree on it because you got all these Democrats that they, they don't. They're going to remember they're nominating their own guy every time. This is partisan. Right. Yeah. So they're not going to vote for any Republicans. Right. That's and vice versa. So the guys that's in charge now can only has the authority to wrangle a vote for the next speaker. Okay, gotcha. It, it never never was intended for this to be a long-term process. Right. That. Unfortunately, it's where we're at now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and this is what we were talking about last week, and they were saying, like, it's kind of a gray area with what kind of powers right. he has. You know, and that's why this they're is trying something to get we made up. It. This is outside of the Constitution. It's, the Constitution only says we have to have a Speaker of the House. Oh, well, we might have to add more definition yeah. to this uh, moving forward. Uh, economists right now, good news for us, are taking an optimistic look at the U.S. economy. They think now we might just be able to get around a recession altogether. The Federal Reserve is done raising interest rates, and inflation, they say, will hopefully continue to ease. In the latest quarterly survey by the Wall Street Journal, they lowered the probability of a recession within the next year from 54% to 48%, so less than 50% likely. Yeah, dude, we'll, that's 6%. That's we'll take it. Yeah. Absolutely, we'll take it. It is the first time they put the probability below 50% since the middle of last year. So, again, moving in the right direction. 
Uh, hey, you know, something you talked about yeah, yeah. last week. I think it was last week you talked about. Uh, didn't you say you were uh, d- drinking down one of those uh, non-alcoholic beers? Oh, yeah. And enjoying yourself? Yeah, I drink a lot of those. Well, they're, do- they're doing okay in this economy as well. Uh, apparently, uh, the uh, non-alcoholic sales of beer uh, ran rose up by 32%. I get it. Doing pretty sure, well. I get it. And they yeah. say that's during the one-year pa- year period that ended on September 9th. Uh, apparently, it did 31% sales growth over the last four years. So they're just chugging right along up. Uh, they say al- alcohol, <laughs> alcoholic drinks yeah. kind of plateaued after yeah. the pa- pandemic, and people I mean, people you wore it out. Yes, you know, happy hour can only start so early. But I, I, like when I work on the radio show, I like to have a a, a beverage. I don't drink soda. Mm-hmm. Uh, I drink a lot of water, and by the time four o'clock in the afternoon rolls around, I don't want any more water. Yeah, I'm, I'm watered out. Yeah, I want something that's got a little taste to it. Yeah, and th- that's my flavor palette. So I like IPA beer. Uh, Sam Adams makes a great hazy IPA, non-alcoholic, called, oh. called Just the Haze. Uh, Athletic Brewing Company makes a great IPA, just straight up IPA taste, and it you know tastes the way I want it to taste, but it's not going to get you wrecked. Okay, fair. Why you're well, working? And we had talked about this last week a little bit, and they said that it's not just people who are you know not drinkers. Right. They say that actually that most non-alcoholic beer buyers also bought alcoholic beer as well. They just wanted- I did exactly that yesterday. I- there's a place in time. Yes. You know? Yep. Yeah. Exactly right. And uh, while we're talking about alcohol, let's move on to a much more addictive substance, ice cream, apparently. The New York Post has done an article saying that ice cream and potato chips are apparently just as addictive as cocaine and heroin. They yeah. already knew this about cheese. It's fat. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're referring to a new study at the University of Michigan. Which you don't have anymore. No. That, no. Look, vegans don't eat animal fat. That's no. true. Yeah. <laughs> that looked at uh, ultra-processed foods and how addictive they are. They included things like chips, ice cream, soft drinks, sugary cereal, and other junk foods. Yeah. It found 14% of people are addicted to them. That's one in seven worldwide. That's pretty staggering numbers for... So there's their clinic? Uh, for that? I mean, not yet. I but, bet there is. Well... Let's say not officially yet, but we might know yeah, one right. soon. Yeah, all of a sudden there will be commercials coming up. But uh, is ice cream is addictive as heroin. They say you're probably not going to get the shakes from putting aside your pint of ice cream <laughs> for a while. Boy, I did that too, dude. I loved ice cream. But they say junk food gives ah. you a shot of dopamine. It's that feel-good hormone, and then you eventually crash, and you want more. Your brain's attributed that that's where the feeling comes from. Yeah. So it's similar to what happens with drugs. But they say the real ice cream is that Ice cream, or the real issue here is that ice cream is a lot easier to get your hands on than illegal drugs, so you can keep feeding that connection in your brain Uh, one expert compared it to trying to quit smoking back when everyone smoked quote trying to quit ultra processed foods now is like trying to quit smoking in the 1960s oh interesting because it's everywhere Mm -hmm. because that's what i ate when i quit smoking ice cream pint of ice cream every night did you really (laughs) i pressed that man i wanted to see what this metabolism would do yeah well it did okay uh yeah. It, it worked. I'm sure it had to work. Oh, eventually but... I had to stop. Yeah, well, that happens to All everybody. All of a sudden, my pants didn't fit anymore, so I'm not buying new clothes. <laughs> I'll leave the haagen on the shelf and stay the way I yeah, am. Yeah, the pants cost yeah. more than the ice cream, uh-huh. so yeah, yeah, we'll have to make that choice. Uh, today, it's going to be sunny with a high near 63. Tonight, partly cloudy with a low around 44. And tomorrow, sunny with a high near 67. Last check, it's still chilly outside, 48 degrees. With the news, I'm Sean Hood for Rumble in the Morning on FM 99.